Hello everyone and welcome to part 2 of the road to Wrestlemania and um and the movie section of movies and a close on of wrestling. This is again part 2. Uh first episode normally don't cut them in half, but we got uh wrestling had a lot to talk about so we had to uh just um put movies into a separate category today so bear with me um i want to introduce once again my buddy joey still here and still waiting for my share (laughs) gotta love those catchphrases um but yeah let's get right into uh the movies it's basically going to be reviews um some ups and downs of things that we saw and um some and what's and we'll talk about little things coming out here and there but let's uh Let's get right into it. And we're going to cut the intro. Oh, there it goes. Technical difficulties. Dead loving sometimes. Um, so let's just cut right into uh, some news uh, with everybody's favorite company that seems to be buying everything. Let's just get right into Walt Disney here for a second. Angelia Jolie, um, Maleficent 2 finally has a date. And for those of you that saw the first person, I know you're excited. I know my daughter, Faith Sophia, will be very excited. She's a Maleficent nut. Um, the first Maleficent was... Interesting. It was basically for those of you who didn't see it, and um, like my buddy Joey here, we'll talk about it really quickly. Um, he, basically, in Maleficent, she's been known as the villain. So basically, this was her side of the this was her side of the story. Uh, how she wasn't really how she wasn't really bad. She was misunderstood. She got her wings taken away, and she was punished. The, the story of Maleficent is actually really, really sad, and it doesn't portray the Maleficent that we know from Sleeping Beauty. Like, there was a purpose to why she put her world to sleep. There was a purpose because she felt like there was revenge needed from something that Aurora had done to her in the past. And Maleficent 2 is going to cover a lot more on that. Joey's looking at me like, I really have to see this movie somehow now. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a good movie. It really is. Um, so if you haven't seen the first episode, go and see it. Muffin Two opens the second week of October. And again, it's Angela Jolie. You can't go, you can't go wrong with Angela Jolie film. Personally, I mean, she speaks for herself. Yeah. Although, are we really gonna are we really gonna talk about Tomb Raider right now? Her first Tomb Raider, I liked. I liked one and two. And see, I I I'm biased because I like the current. Laura Croft we have in the games right now. <laughs> I'll give you that as well, but different topic, different day. Uh, this isn't exactly a gamer uh, yeah, podcast. No. So, uh, um, moving on, it just been brought to my attention uh, that a Happy Death Day 3 is currently in the early stages of production. Mm-hmm. But not likely to happen. 
It's saying most likely not going to happen, but horror sequels always throw you off like that. And they always end up coming out. So, um, I'll, we can cover more on that if, if it should come down the line. But we want to, we want to talk about some reviews. I, I've read a few scripts on these. A few of them I have seen. Um, Joey's here with me to give his opinion because he's been to theaters to see them all. We're going to start with, with What Men Want. Starring, uh, I can't think of her name, but, yeah. um, you know who she is. She plays Cookie on Empire. Mm-hmm. She's making her name for herself out there. She's doing a great job. She's got another featured film coming out as well, um, which will be in the movie Little. Ah, oh, that's a name. You want to try pronouncing that? Because that's her name. <laughs> no, we're just going to... Just go watch Empire. And again, technical difficulties. We're trying to remember names. It's kind of hard. Uh, but she's star of Empire. Um, she just spent an hour talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So we're all over the yeah, place. Yeah, we're right? a little over the place. Bear with us. But for those of you that don't know what men one is about it's uh it's basically a sequel now Joey's looking at me like it's a sequel now I've I've seen the original one with Mel Gibson yeah, Mel, supposedly they're not actually connected to each other they're somehow. not connected but it's the same writers it just took them a lot long to get it out yeah. it's basically a follow up to what women want except in a different perspective um it was weird so I'm gonna from what I read it it looked funny. I like I said. I do. I'm for a lot of films. I read the script, and from what I read, I I thought it looks hysterical. Uh, it's one of those movies where I'm waiting for Blu-ray to go see it with to see with my beautiful wife. Um, Joey went and saw it with his lovely girl Sherry. So I'm gonna let Joey do a review on this one. All right, the movie's hilarious. It is funny. I I will say that it follows those typical movie things where you kind of see everything coming. You know right. what I mean? Like, it was alright. I mean, it's being torn apart by reviews, but then again, so was Happy Death Day too, and I recommend you go see that, because that movie is hysterical, you know. Um, but as for what men want, it it was it was really good. I I didn't I didn't dislike it, you know. I thought I'm going to see it. A ladies movie and I ate that's what it was <laughs> but I didn't hate it it's not terrible I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie of all time you wouldn't go you wouldn't go around and buy the blu-ray either yeah nah. <laughs> <laughs> right um it's a date movie I would say it's a there you go it's, it's a, a good, rent that's what it it's is a, it's a good uh <laughs> it's a rent <laughs> it's a good movie to get uh your um your you know to make your lady happy yeah the other movie I want to talk about, um, now I was biased on this, I do want to see it, but I do feel that Liam Nielsen plays the same roles. He does. Um, and I feel like Cold Pursuit was one of those things. I don't know if anybody was taken from him in Cold Pursuit, but I just saw that guy. Again, I read the script, typical action film, um, it, you know... From what I saw, it had a few funny moments from what I read. And, it did. Um, but, again, Cold Pursuit 
Joey took his his brother Timmy to see it. What did you think of it? Alright, so I went into this movie going, it's going to be taken in the snow. <laughs> okay, so if you don't know what, what it's about, basically what happens is, um, Liam Neeson plays a snowplow driver who... I'm sorry, I just thought of Chris Elliott in Snowplow Man. Snow, snow day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, basically, he wins Citizen of the Year because he works endless hours keeping the roads clear in this town. Um, and what happens is, one night... His son is works at the airport as one of the baggage handlers. Right. And this gang member comes in, and because his name was dropped by his friend, and his friend had had stolen some drugs, they ended up killing him. Mm. And, you know, just leaving him in a cafe, which they put sunglasses on, and they, they play Weekend at Bernie's with him. They put him down at a table, and nice. they just leave him there. And I'm like, I'm like this is like Weekend at Bernie's where we're carrying the dead son around. Meanwhile, I've got I've got Liam Neeson going, take it, my boy, you know. Um, so he seeks revenge on these on these drug dealers, and as he systematically hunts down the people that did it, he unintentionally sparks a blood feud between two rival drug families that start taking it out on the town. Um, hilariously, I did not know that Emmy Rossum would be in this movie, and when she showed up as the sheriff's deputy, I was very excited to see her. <laughs> You know, she's shameless. She was in Phantom of the Opera. Yes. You know, she she played her role perfectly. I was like, if they kill her, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Again, you know, you know, I do want to see it, but anybody that I'll tell you, uh, I would, William Nielsen lately, you go into it thinking, who did they take this time on? Yeah, that's that's just kind of what they keep doing. It's, you know, but I will I will say... I was pleased. I had a very good time with this movie. I really did. I would say it's it's still a rent, but it's definitely a a higher rent than the other movie. All right, and next you want to talk about. I've seen this movie. It became dear to my heart. Um, I finally saw it, so I give you guys the full review. Uh, Joey saw it as well. Um, it was The Rock's direct slash produced. Um, yeah. Um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, debut. Um, fighting with my family is based on how WWE superstar Paige got started, and the movie is just all out great. But I, before we go any further, if you're one of those people that doesn't like seeing the behind the scenes of wrestling. Where it tells you... Um, all the inner workings. All the inner workings and how things are discussed in wrestling. Then this will not be the movie for you. However, if you're inspired by Paige and her story and her family, it was it's a great movie. Um, what I want to say is I, I... The girl that played Paige did an amazing job. Um, and now they're friends. Like, and they're really, life. really good friends now. The girl that played Paige's brother, amazing job. And she did fantastic. And we'll, go ahead. I, I will say this, you know, I mean, I get it. You know, you kind of had to film around WWE's schedule. I thought the movie was great. This is definitely a great movie. The thing that bothers me is when you start seeing inconsistencies. Um, without giving too much away. There is a very big part of Paige's life that is just skipped over. When it comes to her wrestling career. 
Right. Um, that would be the NXT Women's Championship that she won. When she I sh- did say that to uh, my wife and my buddy Darren going out there. They didn't acknowledge her as NXT champion. And not only that, she won the Divas Championship while still having the other title. I have I have the figure of that night yeah. when she won that mm-hmm. title. Um, y'all understand when you watch it, there's a reason why they didn't acknowledge it. They didn't really focus too much on that part of NXT. Yeah, I feel like they really kind of skimmed over the beginning of NXT. And NXT is very big, especially with people right now. Right. Bringing, um, bringing these people up from the bottom and working them and up to the main roster material. They also, The movie's just all out fun. It's funny. It's drama. It, there's parts of it that will make you want to cry because you do get that point in the movie where you do feel sorry for the brother. Yeah. But basically what it teaches you is, and if you know anything about the business, basically what it teaches you is... 150 people can try out for WWE. One of you is going to make it. And that's that's just the nature of the business. And that's that exactly really how, what happened in the movie. Um, her brother couldn't grasp it. Like, why didn't I make it? How did you... And the brother at one point even said to her, you're taking my dream. And she goes, no, it was both our dreams. Which, which astonished me when he said that because she fought so hard to get him signed yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. And he turned around... And threw it in her face. And I was like, listen, dude, three months ago you said, go, don't do it, don't ruin your right, dream. Exactly. So I was kind of like, I wanted to punch him in the face. Like, really? Like, you're gonna, you're yeah. gonna throw this at her after you told her not to fight for him? And I will say, the fact that there was, I get it, they had to film it now in current times, seeing the brand new stages that they use in wrestling now. Especially right. on Raw and SmackDown was very off-putting for someone who has followed Paige since NXT. Um, they actually had a clip with John Cena in it from that night's Raw, and you see the set from from back then, and then all of a sudden she comes out and it's the current Raw stage, right. and it's just completely uh, takes you out of the equation. Yeah, of, of the what's of, going on. Wait yeah. a minute. Now I get it, and they picked Zelina Vega to play. AJ Lee. Which I thought, for what she had to work with for that segment, if you go back and listen to how AJ talked and how Selena Vega put it off, she did a really good job. She did. But part of me saw that and immediately went, what is, on, what is, what is uh, Amos's uh, manager being doing out here? Right. Like, I was it like, was Wait. a surprise to everybody. Like, people who aren't wrestling fans don't watch the current product. It's just going to be some girl. That they don't know. But for wrestling fans who have been watching yeah, Andrade exactly. and Zelina for, what, like almost a year now? <laughs> Another person to me that stole this movie other than the main stars. Um, he's a main star, but the way Vince Vaughn took his role mm-hmm. was hysterical. Um, I got a, a soft spot for him ever since he was in The Lost World, so. <laughs> there's a, I won't, like I said, I'm not giving away too much, but there's a scene in the movie where they're learning the whole promo situation. And one of the girls... Um, says uh, I guess because she got nervous I think she meant to say something different she goes I will blow you and then Vince says, Vaughn's away. character goes what now? <laughs> you're gonna do what? she goes I'm gonna blow you <laughs> away and he goes let's just keep that together <laughs> yeah um, I think that was the the, the summer ray yeah so the girl was pretending to be summer ray um, Which was, I, when they when they showed up and I realized the costumes and I realized who was playing who in NXT, I was like, oh yeah, 
Because outside of those ring gears, I didn't know who they were supposed to be. It also blows your mind when you realize that uh, uh, when these movies and these true uh, movies are being done on True Life, um, they do change names every night to protect others. You also go to realize that as you're watching it, and uh, they talk about an old match between Vince Vaughn's character and The Rock's character. You're looking at it and going, "Huh, Vince Vaughn played Matt Bloom," which his name is different in the um, yeah in the movie. But Matt Bloom, for those of you that don't know who he is, um, he would be a Prince Albert or Tensai. He's also the current the current trainer for NXT. He's also the current trainer for NXT, which is why they, for some reason, they just I guess they changed the name maybe. Uh, he didn't want his name completely associated with it, but yeah. Um, and I have to say, I'm a fan of, of of Nick Frost. You know, since Shaun of the Dead, the way he portrayed her father was hilarious. I I love the people that played her parents. You know that that dinner table scene where they're all sitting there and they're all talking, <laughs> and they're just like completely abnormal. Yeah, it was it was done really well. It was done really well. It was well. Done really well. I, um, I if you haven't seen Fine with My Family, it's still in theaters. I'm not sure how much longer it'll be in theaters. It's starting to die down, but well, it had a limited release, and, yeah, then, all, and then it got yeah, a full release. So, um, but it's a buy. I would it, say it's, it's a, a buy. Movie. Catch it on Blu-ray. Um, make it part of your collection of uh, digital or Blu-ray, however you do mm-hmm. your stuff. But we're gonna move on a little bit and talk about something that I'm thrilled about, but not thrilled about, and let's just. See opinions here uh, between me and Joey. A Nightmare on Elm Street is due for another complete reboot. Now, for those of you that saw the last reboot, to me, it portrayed Freddy Krueger as being something that he wasn't. Even though we kind of all knew it in the original franchise, this the first remake took it to a level where I wasn't comfortable watching it. Um, the new reboot is saying that Robert Engler is returning to play Freddy one last time. Your thoughts about a complete reboot as opposed to a sequel to um, what's going to be a nightmare? Well, we all know I love Robert England. He's a charming. I have met him once, and he You're probably a lucky bastard. Once <laughs> at, a, at a at a show, and it was. I could tell you right now if I if I said hi to him, he probably wouldn't even remember me because I just walked by and said hello real quick. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know how I feel about complete reboots. Because complete reboots have that tendency. I mean, they tried, they tried to reboot Jason. Well, let's get get on that topic for a second. When I saw the reboot to Friday the 13th, I said to myself, this isn't a reboot of the first one. Basically, they skipped the first one as if it didn't exist and basically rebooted the second film. Yeah. (laughs) And then they, they, when they, like I said, when I was talking about, about when they rebooted Friday the 13th, they kind of just took away the human element of Jason and just made him a psychopath. Yeah, there was a lot more to it than that. They weren't paying attention to the kids in the pool. They weren't, you know, like when you, when you, I, I feel if you're going to reboot a series, you need to pay that fan service to the originals. It can't just be, hey, you remember this movie? Yeah, we're going to redo this because why not? You know, Right. It's got to be a meaning behind it. I mean, it. granted, Jason's, a lot of Jason's kills were fan service, but you can't just fan service a kill and not fan service the story. Yeah. I'm still a big fan of The Other Way. Yeah. With um, 
them freezing Jason's face in um, Jason X. Yeah. But, you know, there's that's basically the movie news. We got to wrap this up. I got a lot going on. Um, thank you for joining us. There will be more. Joey, you want to say your last goodbyes? Oh, but I don't want to say my last goodbyes. <laughs> yeah, there will be more. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us from Movie Park. Sorry, Movie Park got cut a little short. We'll see you later. LJH out. Thank you again for our support.